Interwebs. It is Mix Minus Saturday evening, 11-ish p.m. in the East, streaming live on Pride48.com. Of course, I do not do this show alone. I do it with my good friend, Adam Burns. Good evening, Adam. Well, we've been here for like three hours already. I'm doing excellent. Thank you for asking. You know, I realize I'm not even saying my name in that intro. It's like, I really should take the time to script it out. I, I I'm not saying well, I'm Daniel Brewer and blah 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 blah. I'm just it's you know, one of those things. I just I just assume you know who the fuck I am, which is you of course have no reason whatsoever to know who I am. We were just talking about that earlier. How that was a bad face. I'm gonna I'm gonna remove my last name from all my monikers. I'm Adam. <laughs> Literally just hit stop what? on my recorder for no apparent reason. I was just like, oh. sorry, I hit it again. I started it again. It'll okay. Be it'll be it'll be a challenge. It'll be a challenge in editing uh, Adam. That's that's what it is. Either that, or for the rest of the show, your people are going to hear me off. From, <laughs> it's like I'll be laughing at things before <laughs> he says them. And uh, well, you know, because you had just hit the recorder off, they didn't even hear you say, <laughs> "Oh shit, I just turned the." Oh recorder no, I turned off. it on back before. Back before before number two. Um, how are you doing? So what I was yes. saying, I'm I'm gra- I'm grabby. <laughs> I'm uh, crabby uh, this evening. I think I'm getting slowly over it, but when I first joined the stream, I was very crabby. I apologize to you already. You did. So we won't get into that. But, you know, I'm I'm fine. I don't even have a reason. I I think it's just my time of the month. You said you, said you had a bad I'm day. I'm ready for that 42-year-old. Well, no, I just, I don't know. It, I'm just tired, but, you know, it's just because life. No, you're you know, tired because you stayed President, up. President you stayed Trump. up nine hours watching Goliath or whatever the fuck that was. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's why you're tired. But that was earlier in the week. I should have caught up from <laughs> did, that Did already. you somehow did, sneak in another I, seven hours of sleep somewhere? Then well, how no. are you going to catch I mean, up? How are seven. you going to catch up then? Well, I mean, I got full, you know, six or five hours the following evening. Yeah, but that's that just made up for that. That didn't make up for the day that yeah, you lost. Yeah, but I mean, your theory doesn't work here, Daniel, because are you saying... That every time we lose a couple of hours of sleep, that those all build up for our entire life. I don't know. I don't you know? know. You know, here's I, because, the thing. I know you're being, you know, you're being silly, but we actually don't know. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it a lot, Adam, but I do have a degree in psychology. And one of the things that we <laughs> uh, like to look at in psychology is sleep. Like what happens to the mind when you're sleeping? We don't know a whole lot about that. We have a lot of theories and there are some certain biological things that are happening during sleep, but we don't quite understand why sleep is necessary. Like we don't understand it's like, okay, what's happening to your brain? What is it about the human anatomy that means that you have to shut down your brain overnight? Um, or at some point during this regular- that when like all the janitorial staff goes through your brain and like cleans those possibly, synapses or possibly, whatever, but it's not like, it's not you like know? those systems that clean have, uh, any, any reason to not function at other times. There's other animal species where those things happen on a regular cadence. Like there's other species who don't sleep. So it's, it's one of those, you know, we just don't know. We, we don't have, we have, like I said, a lot of theories, a lot of good things, but we don't actually specifically know why people sleep. But there is one theory that says that, yes, you, you have a minimum amount of sleep that has to get 
accomplished every day. Like, let's just say it's four and a half hours. Like four and a half hours has to happen. You have to have four and a half hours. And if you don't, if you go three days without sleeping, your body will force you to make up those time. It's like for as many days as you miss that four and a half minimum amount, it's like your body will force you to make that up. So it's like there is a theory that, you know, if you're going to take a big test like the LSAT or, you know, some MCAT, some kind of weird, you know, higher level test or whatever, um, that you should sleep several days ahead of time, start stockpiling your sleep so that. But I feel, yeah, but I feel like that resets. Like once you, it's not like, I mean, you need a full how much but, ever you need, four and a but half. These are all know, just theories. That's but, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you could be right. We don't know. That's just it. But you don't know either. It's just like nobody knows right now oh, what's no. happening and why we actually need sleep. So that's just. I'm not a sleep doctor. Things. Uh, chat room says you can just listen to a week's worth of Big Fatty and that'll do the job uh, too. You know what? Here's the thing. Adam. Here's the thing. Big Fatty will clean those synapses right up for I you. I listen to Big Fatty. We're talking, of course, about our friend Big Fatty from BigFattyOnline.com. Um, I listen to. Oh, yes. We'd like to apologize for that reviewer from five years ago that said. We bring up inside jokes or whatever. Big Fatty has a podcast. Look, we're doing YouTube videos now. There may be some people that, that find True. us that way, whatever. They don't they don't have any idea who Big Fatty Anyway, so Big Fatty from BigFattyOnline.com. Uh, I normally listen to all my podcasts at 1.3 speed. But this past week, I had to like do a custom rule for Big Fatty Online and bump it up to 1.6 because... Oh my God, make a fucking point. He was just, uh, he was just well, dancing all around a bunch of stuff this week. I listen to him at double speed, but the thing is, it, it is a problem because I can understand everything that Fatty is saying at double speed, but the voicemails that he gets, those tend to kind of jumble together at double speed and I, because I don't normally hear those people speaking at double speed, mm-hmm. so I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. So if you call in and leave a voicemail for Fatty, it's likely that I, I don't understand what the hell you're saying. Well, you know, last um, week on this very show... We were, I was speculating that Big Fatty was talking about masturbating on his show. Um, he was. And this week he confirmed, that, no, no, you and our guest host last week were, were wrong. He wasn't talking about uh, inviting a gentleman caller over. He was talking about spanking the monkey. And did you notice how he said it as if that was, um, and not to, you know, make Big Fatty be the subject of our entire podcast. <laughs> Why not? Let's do that. But, let's uh, just make the but, entire damn show about Big Fatty. Let's, let's go into a think deep, put, deep analysis of Big Fatty online. It's like, we can call it the Big Fatty recap. And, uh, you know, it's a 20 minute show. Oh, we yeah. could recap it in an hour. Uh, put it on YouTube. Uh, so uh, do you think, though, that he doesn't masturbate very often? I don't because know. Because he made it seem like it was out of the ordinary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like, so look, I, what I, wanna... I masturbate daily. I masturbate every day. That is just, uh, right. unless I'm having sex and it's like that day, then I don't I'm sorry to my manager if you're listening. Just Why? cover your ears Why are right you now. sorry? I mean, it's not like I do it at work. It's not like I do it on conference calls at work, but it's no. just like, you know, I masturbate every day. That's, that's true. Me. Uh, no, but I mean, he made like, he was, because a couple of different ep- episodes this week, he's like, oh yeah, I, you know, I decided to do it. You know, I, uh, as if, you know, that's not something he does on a, So I want to know, is it either that because he's a little bit older, like he just doesn't, he seems like a very sexual, like in the mood person. Like he's always constantly in the mood to me. Yeah. But I know as you get older, that sex drive kind of goes down 
theoretically. So maybe he's not in the mood to, you know, play with the eggplant on a daily basis. <laughs> or is it that he gets so much sex, he never has a need to actually masturbate? I mean, inquiring minds want to know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's sometimes that, you know, I masturbate anyway when, I, when I'm having sex. While you're having sex? Yeah. Or yeah. You mean... I I like I mean sometimes I prefer masturbation so I, I'm a big fan you know I'm, a, I'm I mean I, I am like, the Jocelyn Elzers of a podcast I am all for masturbation it's like do we do we have that clip anywhere Jocelyn Elders talking about uh, masturbation I don't know I don't know is that a clip that you just had at the ready like on <laughs> no a normal I'm just saying like, that would like, be I mean that's something that happened in life I'm sure well, that there like, is a a YouTube like here do we, here have, we, that clip? Do we have it dot com I was looking off camera to our mini mini um uh interns that we have here producers producers get right on that get us the Jocelyn Elders clip there I just typed there. in Jocelyn Elders masturbate on YouTube don't disappoint me. Don't disappoint me, uh, Dr. Jess, Do- Jocelyn Elders. What do, what, do we, what do we have? What do we have? Oh. Is she singing? Masturbation. I got no idea what this is. Okay, I have, I have no idea what the hell this is. So apparently Jocelyn Elders has now gone into a career of uh, singing, you know. Uh, she's, she's the... Uh, moved on. Yeah. She's the uh, the, the uh, Nichelle Nichols of uh, attorney... No, Surgeon Generals. She was a Surgeon General. Yeah, that's what she was. I don't know. We are so far off the rails right now. It's not even, uh, you know, it's not even... Uh, I'm going to actually take some of these things off, I think the list oh well i don't yeah. i don't have to no no I no mean, sorry no because it was i was going to make fun of, a, of another enterprise and yeah we don't need to do that um because there's so many other things that we can make fun of adam did you uh read the news at all today no i don't ever read the news i try to avoid the news so there's a big story big story going around it turns out the this comes from cbn the christian broadcasting network the uh, Democratic convention meetings, they're saying, omit under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. They omit under God from the uh, Pledge of Allegiance. I want to say I didn't watch any of those because I am. I would vote like uh, Scott, your host on your other show. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what he said in your episode. I don't remember what he said. He said basically he would vote for like a, I want to say like a, um, uh, an eggplant. Yeah, sure. He would vote for, you he know, would vote for uh, Big over- Fat. <laughs> Uh, over the current president. So I don't even need to know what they say at the, at the convention because I already know okay. how I'm here's voting. The, here's the thing. This is, this is the whole, you know, world is, is crazy and we're so hyper-partisan right now that everything, you know, has to have some kind of stupid spin on it and everything. It is actually true. It is actually true that, that now listen to what I'm saying. It is absolutely true that, uh, oh shit, where's it at? Producers. Got it. Right here. All right. So it is absolutely true that Democrats remove under God from Pledge of Allegiance during the convention. Right. It's That is absolutely true. But it is so stupid that it is uh, beyond belief. So we're not talking about the convention that everyone saw every night. Right. The, the four nights of the Democratic convention. We're not talking about that. In fact, none of the ones that they are talking about 
actually like made any kind of like, uh, you know, they didn't make it to YouTube, whatever you had to actually be in on those zoom conference calls, uh, because these were the individual caucuses within the democratic national convention doing the kinds of things that they would be doing if they had a big convention. So just like, you know, like the gay and lesbian, uh, convention and the, uh, there was a Muslim convention and you're just like, you know, the, the black leaders convention and whatnot. It's like, so there's just different groups within the democratic party that have their own little meetings. And in two of those cases, the Muslim one and the gay and lesbian one, they didn't say under God for, for different reasons. And it's just like, it's perfectly fine. Like nobody cares. This doesn't change anything. But of course, you know, the hyper-partisan spin on this has to make it sound like, you know, every night Joe Biden went out there and basically says, uh, you know, fuck God. And, uh, you know, it's like, uh, I hate everything. Wow. You know, it's like, it's like they make it sound like it's that when in fact it, it, it was just a really stupid kind of thing. But well, I, you know what? Uh, my, uh, my whole opinion is hypocrites is my whole opinion because you know what? I am a Christian and not Democrats or hip- hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these folks who are saying things like that, um, and I don't want to be hyper partisan here, Daniel, but all the Republicans. Yes, all of them. Every single one of um, them. Yes. All of the religious Republicans, mm-hmm. the evangelical Republicans. Every single one are of a them. bunch of are a bunch of hypocrites because, you know, they voted for someone who's anti everything that they supposedly believe in, is all I want to say. And yet they want to call out, you know, Democrats trying to be sensitive to Muslims who you know, have a different belief set or something like that. I mean, they put a man in office who, sorry, does not live by the things that they supposedly believe in. No, not, right? not a single I one mean, of them. He doesn't even go to church. So, I mean, they have no right to say anything. Thank you. You're I don't know why I'm Joe Batance all of a sudden. So I found this, this guy, I don't know how I found, oh, I know what I, I was looking this up before the show. Cause when I was waiting for the show to start and I was just like, oh, I'll look that up. I'll, I'll, see what this is all about and one of the videos that got linked down near the bottom on youtube was some younger i'll say like late 20s early 30s some younger guy talking about uh the democrats you know taking under god out from the pledge of allegiance and so i'm like oh i want to hear what this person has to say and so uh here let me let me just play this clip a little bit here it's like my name is tyler and you're watching the right view with wolf news let's get to it the right news. He needs a better mic. Oh my God. No, he's sitting in front of, I can only guess, is like an iPhone or something and basically shouting <laughs> across the room because, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, he's got this big intro and everything, but he's basically just like some dude sitting in his, in his living room. Well, if you've been keeping up with the news lately, you've probably been knowing or hearing a lot about the Democratic National Convention that's been going about or is underway the past uh-huh. few days. That's as well, clear as mud, man. <laughs> so I'm like going, wait, who is this guy? And so I like popped over to his YouTube channel. He has one subscriber. As <laughs> well, one subscriber. We, we can. And that video, which by the way, was linked underneath the news stories on the YouTube home front page and everything, has only had 66 views. So I'm just like, okay, I don't think this is really- I mean, you know, we can't really throw stones. Well, no, 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 I'm saying I, mean, I would know, hope I, mean, I we, would hope that if we were linked on the front page of YouTube after someone like, we, you know, searched uh, like, let's say they were looking up a, an article about Jocelyn Elders or something and they saw, saw our video, we would have more than 66 views. Maybe. I would hope. I would hope. I hope. That's what I'm saying. 
these these people. But you know, it's not just political things that get distorted, Adam. And there's other things that that uh, get distorted just as much, isn't? You know what that's called, Adam? That's called a segue. Because I wanted to talk to you. I saw this article a couple of weeks ago. I clipped it out. Um, well, I, I saved the link for this and put this on the Trello. Because, but we had a guest last week, so we didn't get to talk about it. But you know, Adam, you like to talk about how much television that you and Mittens watch. A lot. You guys watch a lot of television. and so, I wish I could get paid for it. So here's a... I mean, I really do. There was this research. This is done by Harvard. So the uh, Harvard Medical School did a research. Um, there, there's, this is, this is the, the teaser headline of this here. Sitting is sometimes called the new smoking because of its detrimental effects on heart health. But some types of sitting may be worse than others, according to a oh. study in the July 2nd Journal of the American Heart Association. I'm going to die. <laughs> It's uh, basically they're saying that, you know, people that watch television for more than uh, two hours. Let's see. Two hours at a time? No. Two hours Uh, multiple times a day. For the remaining third who watched (laughs) for more than four hours a day uh, had a 49% higher risk of heart attack, stroke, and death than those in the first group, which are the people that didn't watch it. Now, of course... The, I'm already dead. Here's the thing, Adam, but it's like w- you also go and do <laughs> yoga and Pilates and whatever the fuck you're I doing. Do. It's like, so it's like they didn't track any of that. They just asked people how much it's like, there was absolutely no context to like how much TV slash video that they watched during a day. Right. It's like, what if you were watching it on the treadmill? What if you're, you know, watching it while you're cooking dinner, like you're walking around the house while you're watching things. It's like, that's completely different then so it's like when another study took this study and then normalized it and they went like yeah basically people that sit around on the couch and eat all day are more unhealthy (laughs) than people who don't it's just like wow that's that's amazing so it's not just the uh the politics that gets spun in the you know whatever way it's like here's here let me ask which headline would you click on on a news site watching too much tv will kill you uh People who are lazy get fat. Like which which one of those headlines would you probably the first one? But well, I, you, but you know what? I, I would do it. System. I would do it knowingly. You would do it with a knowing wink and a knowing nod. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, they are so baiting me, but I'm going to click it anyway. <laughs> would you say <laughs> you know, that sort of thing? So you were saying that they would be. Ever, would they be? You know, experts at that? Would they be masturbating you? Masturbate? Yeah, masturbating me. Uh, you know the no, but I mean, I know you do this. I'm sure. Well, I mean, I don't live with you but i i'm just yes I, I i've already i've already told this. you that i masturbated you, today. Guess oh well yeah guess. but do but, and apparently big fatty does as well um so i do this all the time i'm scrolling through my phone and i have that you know google now where it gives me news articles mm-hmm. and then i'll click on one and you know how at the bottom of the news article they have all these other things they would think you would be interested in yes and it's always like this actor was so stunning you should see them now you know or something yes. like that oh those the and ones I where go, it's like and i go and they give you a, a hundred different pages of you know like oh it's yeah, so he oh was God, born a, so a, a poor child what? in the south and then his mother didn't love him and then you know, click to the next page to the next, and it's all just to show you more and more ads as you go yeah i yes. hate those i think <laughs> yeah. that there's usually if they if i still click on them though but here's the thing if they're posted on facebook Read the comments underneath them because there's always people who's like, I don't have, it's like, oh, here, I save you some time. 
you know, and here's a link to the, to the last thing or, or whatever. It's just like, there's usually someone else who has already done the work of, uh, those stupid things making you, uh, not have to do it. You know what? Speaking of doing work, Adam. Yes. We ask our audience to do things from time to time. Not, not huge things, you know, just little things, hopefully things that don't cost them money. Right. Just, you know, we ask them to do things yeah. for us. Uh, and one of the things we asked for people to do was to leave us some iTunes reviews. So I thought it would be fun if I read some of them to you, Adam. Oh, did we get some more? Yeah, we actually have, I'll see, seven oh. reviews, seven customer reviews right now. Uh, on the old show oh. yeah so uh thank you for everyone who did that but let me just read you a couple of these uh uh, stor- uh stories these comments stories yeah. how many mm-hmm. how many of them talk about our wonderful chemistry oh yeah i'm, I'm glad that you asked uh let's see here's one is like first off this isn't dubious intent secondly it isn't that darn elvis however if you're looking for a solid show with hosts that have great chemistry then you should totally check it out i have heard that this show now has 45 percent less inside jokes so so, uh, thank you. Thank you for that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, here's one that was written by our guest last week. I'm telling you, I miss it. The headline was the, the old show was better. Um, let's see. Uh, we also have one here. Adam is the funny one. So is Daniel. Great chemistry. Great content. Oh, that was, that was my Nessa. Miss Nessa left that for us. That's nice. Uh, Kathy Bacon, are you running away from me? I keep finding you guys. Thanks for entertaining me, but even more thanks for doing it for free. Thank you, Kathy Bacon. Uh, and then we have another one here from Snabar. Essen Bar. Oh, yeah, Snabar. Snabar. Essen Bar. Uh, it says, great show. Love it. Great chemistry. Daniel's jokes are great. Adam, dot, dot, dot. Not so much. But the bod makes up for it. Oh, how dare you, Snabar. <laughs> so thank you guys for doing that um yeah yeah, please keep them coming we we do appreciate uh you know anything you want to toss out at us there on the old itunes uh review it just helps us get a little bit more uh visibility and it doesn't have to be itunes if you listen to us on uh Spotify, then leave us a review there. If you listen to us on, you know, podcast, anywhere that you listen to this show, take some time, flip over on your little player there and see if there's a place for you to leave a comment about it. We appreciate all of those. Uh, and, uh, we absolutely read all of them. So do you have a, like a script set up to, to go and look at all of those various places and tell you where we got a review? So there is a service called Podkite that tracks all that. Um, and we'll send you a, a weekly digest or whatever but do you do that i do it for elvis i don't do it for this show so you might need to do it for this show if you're telling them to go to all those other places so we know oh, if they did okay. it well I'll, I'll do that then uh <laughs> whatever uh you know the other thing i did for elvis is i set up a voicemail line uh, well a voicemail place and i i sent oh. you all the information on that and i can't help but notice that you haven't had time to to set that up yet oh did you ask me to do it yeah i said is this something that we could do for mix minus because you would have to redirect. I thought. You would, no, wait, you would have me, to redirect the domain. You would have to redirect voicemail.mixminuspodcast. Well, let me just go back in and look at that because I want to. We can do it for Mix Minus if you like it. Yes. That's all you but said. But I assume and that so you I would said, understand that I was. We can. I, no. I own the, the Elvis <laughs> domain so I could redirect it. And you, it's like, it's fine. It's, it's something. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. Homework for me. Oh yeah. Just go to the speed and then sign in with the contact at, uh, contact at mixedminespodcast.com. Sign in with that email okay. and then we can both get, we'll both get a notification when, when the, the voicemails come in. Um, I'm not doing the paid one. I'm getting, you get like 10 voicemails a month. So for free. So which is 
seems fine. I don't think we get more than 10. If we did, we could pay. That doesn't matter. We haven't yet, but we don't have a celebrity death phone contest true. anymore. We so we do not have a contest you know. now. Uh, I mean, then we would get 10 calls a week from <laughs> RT Cruiser. <laughs> Telling us about like who the 10 people that died that last week. So one more piece of housekeeping uh, here. Yes, we do have a YouTube video channel now. Uh, we need to make it past 100 subscribers before we can have a vanity URL. So we can't be. Yeah. Can I just say something about that? Sorry to interrupt you. Please do. I want to call out our listeners on this. You you very politely asked last week if the listeners would all go and subscribe. Yes. We don't ask much from you listeners. We have a lot more <laughs> listeners than we have subscribers over there on that YouTube channel. Yes. A lot more. Yes. And, uh, you know, what's up? Just click on the link. Go over there. Subscribe. You don't ever have to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see how cute my my studio is. Yeah, you can see Adam's studio in there. And uh, it's like, I don't know. Last time, I'll say, I don't know. You saw the last time we have a star field that's uh, back uh, yeah. on the two shot. There's a star field behind us. And uh, L cars on the on, on the, the thumbnail. Thumbnail. Yeah, I did that on the thumbnail here. I actually did a little test this week with some green poster board over my pictures back here. And I can actually make the pictures into little L cars displays back behind me that are uh, uh -huh. chugging along during the show. Um, I have I didn't do that this week, but I, I could do that. Um Still deciding. There was a lovely, uh, who's that documentarian? Documentarian? Documentarian. <laughs> documentarian. <laughs> that you were talking about earlier tonight when I was being crabby. Documentarian. Uh, the, 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 the fade in oh, photos. Ken Burns. Yes. Ken Burns. Yes, was, yeah. Oh, you you did the, that? Yeah. Okay. Did yeah, that, did that. Anyway, that's it. That's the last piece of housekeeping. Head over to YouTube. You you can't go to youtube.com slash mix minus, sadly, because because all the listeners are slackers. It's not that if they it's not that, Adam, it's just uh, they haven't had a chance because you can't really find it over there. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm just going to link it real quick in the chat room here. Oh, my if God. If they had all. Oh, my God. I just closed week. my browser and lost like every single fucking link I had. If they had all done it last week, like they were asked, we would have been able to give a lovely link to everyone tonight. You are. A vanity URL. You are just. <laughs> I love all of the listeners. I love you all. You're just cranky tonight. Here's, here's a fun fact. Um, in, uh, in the thing is now is putting them all back on for me. So I was able to recover all of my. Uh, all of my tabs. Along with whatever had. audio was playing in each oh, one no, of those well, I, tabs. Oh, no, that's what I had apparently. queued up. I had a bunch of YouTube things queued up because for, for things that are on the board. Um, now I already forgot what I was going to say. God, oh, I was going to link the YouTube channel to the listeners. That's what I was going to do uh, to the chat room. Adam, we are in front of the world's most amazing chat room. Tell us who's there this evening. Gosh, I'm so burpy. We have uh, Kathy Marshall. We have Cyclone. I'm not sure that we have. Oh, yeah, we do have. Kathy Marshall, Joe and Dallas, Egg Gong, Sater. We have Nico, and uh, I believe that's that's the ones that are actively participating at the moment. So uh, yeah, we we love okay, the chat room. You Cyclone, know, I did I say Cyclone? Yeah, Cyclone, right there. He's in our he's our executive producer, Cyclone. You know the um thing is is I couldn't just directly link our channel because I'm not on that account and I, I have everything queued up so I couldn't relog in there but all I did was search for mix minus Star Trek and we were like the first result so if you go on YouTube and uh, search for mix minus Star Trek you'll find us uh RT Cruiser RT Cruiser is in the chat room as well yes he says for fuck's yeah. sake it's for fuck's sake will you get on with the damn oh, show oh is that what that means <laughs> 
What did you think? FFS. What did you think? I didn't know. It's like uh, I don't know. I don't know what all these LOL, feeling, RFOLMAO, RFFS, feeling frisky South. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? So Daniel, I watched the documentary. You did. And uh, this is this is a really quick thing, but I I, I watched a documentary on Netflix. Yes. There's a show called I want to say it's called Broken. Okay. On Netflix, and it's a documentary series, and so they talk about different things. I I mean different things. I don't even know that they're all things that are broken, air quotes necessarily, but it's like the the underbelly of the cosmetics industry or. You know, whatever they they talk about recycling and all this kind of stuff, and they have a whole episode on vaping, and they're talking about how in the U.S. Uh, there's a real problem right now with vaping and this jewel vape vape thing that's that all the kids are finding to be really cool. The jewel, oh, that the J U U L jewel. Yeah, whatever. J-U-L. I don't know how it's yes, pronounced, but yes. it's called mm-hmm. jewel. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so they they were talking about how. You know, oh, this is this is going to be a gateway thing to, you know, to actual smoking and that we don't really know yet what the effects of vaping are going to be. And they're hooking these children on nicotine because the jewel uh, vaping thing actually has nicotine in it. And uh, and so so that was one side of it. Yes. Whereas in, in England, they're actually using the jewel pen to help people stop smoking. So it was like a completely so like the U.S. is like coming down hard on this company and yes, you know, oh my God, you're you know all of our youth are gonna become you know addicted to nicotine. Well, somebody gonna, please you know, think of the children. We how can we tell and, if they're smoking drugs or smoking nicotine? We can't tell. They're they're blowing smoke and uh, they could be doing hash. Yeah, exactly. And so and but England is taking it like a completely different way and they're like totally using it. Yeah, to help smokers. It's like, okay, yes, yeah, nicotine is still a car. It's still highly addictive, but cigarette smokes, like when you light tobacco and inhale that has like a hundred and something different chemicals that are being pulled into your lungs. So if you can eliminate uh, those, then it's still safer than smoking. So it's just like, and then you can maybe work off, you know, some of the other nicotine is not the only addictive thing in, in tobacco. Like there's other substances that are other, what are what do you call them? Terpenes or something that are addictive? Other, other things that I don't know. I'm not a doctor, I, I, Adam. I, I don't know, but you did. You you are a psychologist or something like I, that. I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, which literally qualifies me to take surveys. To say that you have a degree in psychology <laughs> is that is that what? If it, you wanted, um, if you wanted to set up a good survey to send out to test people, like a, an unbiased survey, like I learned all the ways to make an unbiased survey. And uh, all the ways to like do kind of testing stuff, but yeah, that's all you learn as as a with a bachelor's in psychology. That's all you learn. You just learn how to make tests. So anyway, the yes. the the bottom line is, you know, there are two different thought processes on it. You know, England now in in America's defense, a little bit, mm-hmm. England has much stricter rules about like they're not allowed to advertise. I don't think at all. Um, so like I don't think they have as big of a problem of like the wrong people getting these things in their hands. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, I, you know, I don't know what to think about it. I, I don't do any of that stuff. So like, I don't really have, I, I never was a smoker. So, so I don't really have any reason to go out and get a vape pen or whatever, but I only use my vape pen for pot. So, yeah. I mean, do you, because there was that whole popcorn lung thing for a while, right? 
It doesn't. Isn't that caused by vaping? That is caused. Well, it was caused by an additive in the vaping gel that some drug dealers had put in there. It's kind of like putting laxative in cocaine, or you know, in order to cut it so you can sell more of it because you're diluting it. But they were using vitamin E or something to dilute the things, and it turns out that when you heat vitamin E and uh, inhale it or whatever, that yeah, it destroys your lungs. So it was. It's oh. it's not something in the regular products that are put out. It's like. Uh, mine come from a medical dispensary, so they're you know have been tested theoretically. So, well, I just thought you would find that interesting because uh, yeah. you vape. No, I, well, I mean, and- I vape, but I don't vape. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, I might watch it. What's it called? Broken? Yeah, it's called. I think it's called broke. You know, before the end of the show, I'll have the actual name, but I believe it's called Broken. It's, okay. And uh, it's interesting though. It's it's an interesting documentary. I, they have, there are four or five episodes at the moment. I found them all interesting. I will say the one on recycling. They recycled something. I kid you not. The episode on recycling was recycled from another documentary <laughs> that was also on Netflix. I started watching it, and I'm like, I've already seen this. This is that was like the best insight. It was and, like that's like an editor level practical joke. There's like, <laughs> hey, hey, how about if I for this documentary on recycling, I use the footage from another recycling documentary. Get it? Get it? Because I'm recycling the recycle. And then someone who's like, yeah, do it. It literally was. Maybe I, if I you know. like send in an email or whatever, there'll be like, congratulations. You won the prize, uh, you know, for, for it's kind of like it at work. We get these weird uh, phishing emails at work and it's our security team trying to fish us. And if we send it, we have an email address at work, uh, email abuse or whatever that we, and if we forward these on, because that's what we're supposed to do. So security knows if we actually get real ones, they send you like this congratulatory email. Congratulations. You were not tricked or whatever. (laughs) Bonus or anything, but. I, it's gotten to the point at our place that they send out so many fake phishing emails that it's just like I've actually like reported just regular emails that were just badly worded. It was just like uh, it's like you're just training me basically to call out my coworkers like grammatical mistakes. It's just like eh, yeah. no one's going to say that. Uh, let's see. I think I lost the piece there, but I lost this other thing here. So uh, tell me what this is. Tell me this this apps from spreadsheets. Yeah. I, I thought you might find Good this interesting, although sorry, I, I know I know you do. I know that you like to write code and, and both of us like to tinker around with stuff. And we're both, uh, you know, developers at a certain level. Although, you know, funnily enough, both of us have now moved on to non uh, developer roles yes, in our yes. in our work. But uh, but there's there's a company and the the name of the company I've just for is called Glide App. G-L-I-D-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they do is they actually have a, a way that you can take a spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet, and you can turn that into a mobile app with no development required at all. Okay. So you have so you have all of this, you know, data in a spreadsheet. Let's say you have a list of, you know, contacts in your business or something. I don't know. Yes. I haven't I have to do further research, okay. but I mean, I literally just saw it at like 1 a.m. while I was laying in bed next to Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, but and you take that and you can go in for free. You can tell them, OK, here's the spreadsheet and they will consume that data. And then you can design an app using that spreadsheet as your database with no coding required at all. So if you just need to throw together a quick mobile app Mm -hmm. that allows you to basically read and update data, it just gives you a really quick, 
nice way of doing so, it. I mean, it, it um, basically does the same thing that Microsoft Power Apps does, right? So uh, probably, yeah. but I thought it was very. It's very interesting. I, and uh, anyway, I'm going to look at it because even things like. Um, if we were doing like a contest or something and because again, I need to look and see, but if we, let's say we were doing some kind of contest and we wanted to quickly just throw together some app that all the listeners could pull up on their cell phone or whatever. You can also do it in a browser, but um, I'm sure it looks better on a mobile phone. It's glideapp.com, I think. Anyway, all you have to do is create a spreadsheet and then they have like a little WYSIWYG designer where you can actually edit the way it looks and, you know, how the fields and stuff like that. And I don't know about, I again, I need to do further research because I don't know about like if you wanted to put in logic or anything like that or if it literally is just a way to see and update data. And maybe it is, but I don't know how advanced you can get. But uh, anyway, it just seemed like a really, you know, it seemed like a really cool thing. Like even if I wanted to just have like a Pride 48 app that list all listed all the shows or something, you know, something simple. You know, you could literally just dump all the show information into a spreadsheet, quickly go in and create a little mobile app and say, here's the Pride 48 app or, or whatever. You know, it just looked really interesting to me. So I thought I would just tell you about it. Yeah, there, there was something I, I'm looking for something here. Uh, I heard it on a podcast the other day and I noticed I looked it up and so I'm using two different browsers. <laughs> so I'm trying to see which one I did this on. So I'm tap dancing. This is me tap dancing right now. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. History here. There's some kind of list app. Uh, some kind of, uh, I know it had the word list. Let me just try regular google.com. Let's see if I type in list application uh eh, nope 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 who was talking about it? i know it was i think it was on daily tech news show they were talking about this anyway but it was the same kind of a thing i'll, I'll see if i can find the link to you there but just like uh, well but I, I think i feel like there's a lot of that glide app is that's the one that, that google is working on right well it's uh google's not working on it it's a separate company but they specifically link up with google sheets Okay. So it's Google. So you you go into Google, you you link your Google account, and then it you can tell say here's my Google Sheet that I have set up, and then they even have templates already. Like I don't know, it's and I really want to look at it because I find you know it's fun coding, but sometimes you just want to throw together something really fast, and you don't want to spend all the time writing the actual code to build an app. Uh, and, and I just thought it would be a, a cool little fast way to throw together, you know, even like throwaway apps. If you just wanted an app for one little thing, like you were having an event and you wanted to put like your event schedule or, you know, something like that, you could just throw together a spreadsheet quickly, you know, spend 10 minutes on this site, build an app, give the link. The only thing about this one right now is they don't, they're not available in the app store. So you have to give a link to people. Wow. Um, it's a, it's a PWA. It's a, I think is what it's called. Uh, um, um, a but a, persi- anyway, I, a persistent I, web app or a portable web app. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But they're working on, uh, having a way for you to put them in the app store as well cool. and, and all that kind cool. of stuff. But anyway, cool. I thought it was really interesting. No, it sounds like fun. Um, I'll have to take a look at it, but I, I know yeah. it's frustrating me that I can't think of the name of the thing that I had found before. So <laughs> that's, that's the thing that annoys me. It's like, wait, I know I just found a thing the other day. I, when you go through your browser history, I don't think you realize how many things you click on in a day until you go through that browser history. It's a lot. And you're just like, oh my God, did I click on all of those things all day? Wow. That's, yeah. that's like a lot. Of, let's see. I want to see. Um, oh, this is going backwards in time. <laughs> I'll never find it. 
It, it's okay. You'll think no, of it it's after driving we stop me nuts. recording. It's driving me nuts <laughs> now. It's just like, uh, what was the name of that thing? <sighs> All right. I'm, I'm closing. I'm closing this browser tab tab, not the browser. I'm closing the tab. So close it. Now I have to go back over to the Look, I don't know where we're at. We're over here. We're Oh, it's, it's yours also. Well, yeah, but I mean, again, I mean, I don't even know if we need to talk about this. Okay, so, great. but we will, but we will. I mean, why not? Do we have any contact? Uh, I don't even think we have any contact tonight. No, we don't. It's like um, we extended that contest for another week. I know. So you know you're going to have to decide between Zach and RT Cruiser because those are the only two people well, that are uh, in it. Uh, so while I'm thinking of that, um, here's the. Do you have a pool at your house? Uh pool of talent uh, no no we don't have a pool. no you're in florida isn't that isn't that kind of a like a requirement for all homes no they just they come with a pool why with those uh with those uh what what do you guys call those enclosures in florida over the pools that are like screened in sometimes patios or, sometimes yeah. they're glass sometimes they're like a, a screen in florida you know? they're almost always screen and it's it's basically to keep the bugs out and the leaves out there's not a special word for it I mean, gazebo. Just a screened, yeah, in, just patio. screened in patio, basically, or oh. screened enclosure. Uh, anyway, so I didn't know if it was like, you know, in, in Golden Girls when they're like, let's go out to the lanai. I didn't know <laughs> if there was some like fancy word for it. But anyway, so, you know, I've been talking a lot about landscaping and my failures of finding someone who wants to do the landscaping and the fact that I want a hot tub. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking about it and I thought, you know self um i don't really love the way hot tubs look like the ones that you buy that are like on top of the ground and they're usually made out of some plastic yeah or fiberglass or whatever and after a while you know they can start to get moldy looking and like weird and they look old and you know after years and years and years of use and you have these nasty covers you put on them and all that. I mean, they just, they become eyesores after a while, you know, and people are like, oh my God, I have this hot tub out there. And then I was thinking, you know, and I, I haven't found anyone to do this landscaping and, and to do my, um, you know, my patio and all that. And Tim in Alaska was saying, oh, well, you need to wait until fall or winter and then all the landscapers will not have any work coming in. Yeah. And so then they'll want to work with you. Except for that guy but that you already was, paid the 150 bucks to. Well, I haven't paid him yet. I'm going to wait and see if he sends us an invoice. If he doesn't, he's not getting paid. So anyway, um, so I was thinking, well, I have thought about possibly getting a pool at some point because we have a very large yard. Um, And what I could do instead of, you know, having some stuff done now is wait and do all of this next year, but start getting the design and everything done this fall and winter. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because if we get a pool, we could get an in-ground hot tub alongside that pool and it would save money to do them all at the same time. But then I was thinking, you know, is that really too much money to spend on something that's probably not going to increase the value of the home? Because I was doing some research and apparently homes can actually detract from sales when you're in states that don't typically have pools in a neighborhood. Even even so, in neighborhood, yeah. It's like, I would never buy a house with a pool. Yeah, I mean, because some people, especially like people with kids and stuff like that. But um, it's not even that. But, you it's know, just, it's, the, the cost to operate a pool is stupid. 
and the just the amount of upkeep and, and chemicals and things that you have to do to it. And if you don't use chemicals, if you use a salt water system, then there's the whole keeping that all pH balanced and doing all the chemicals. And then, of course, there's the endless fight of cleaning out leaves and scrubbing the pool and, and whatnot. And honestly, there's a, the house behind us has a pool. So here in our yeah. neighborhood, the, you know, the person behind me has a pool. We've lived here since November, and I sit out on my patio a lot. I sit out uh-huh. on, the, on the screen and patio here a lot. So I hear things. It's like, I've only heard people in their pool like one time over the past since November. Right. So it's like, you're, I, I find that that's kind of the case that my friends that own pools almost never use the pool. It's just like, if you, if you were to actually take the number of days in a year that they use that pool compared to what it costs to operate that pool, they're way better off uh, you know, joining a swim club or some, you know, spa or some you know, health club that has a pool for the amount of times that they want to use it. But that being said, Adam, you know, I, I think you like hot tubs. So it's like, I, I wouldn't go past just doing the hot tub. Now, you know, you don't have to get an above ground hot tub. You could, from the same people that will make pools, you can just get a built-in hot tub. Like you can just get yeah, that's true. a hot tub. I was just like, I do like a pool. I mean, when I go places, I don't really get in the pool because I don't like to have my shirt off in broad daylight in front of a bunch of people that I don't know. Like I'll never use, we're going to have a community pool here in our neighborhood in our HOA or our, not yes. HOA, but in, no, we're going to have I a, they're building a pool. Yes. You're um, but I'm never going to, I'm never going to use that because I'm not going to go like with all my neighbors and their kids and have my shirt off. And all. But I grew up, we had a pool when I was growing up and I, I was in it every day and I used to, um, and I love skinny dipping, which is something that you can do when you have your own pool. And I was thinking that um, I could get a really mod. we could get a really modern, not a huge pool, like a smaller pool, but a rectangular one that had a sloped entry into it made out of gunite, which is the, the fancy. So, so like you just walk down into the pool. You don't even have like a ladder or steps. You just, it's just an incline that yes. goes down in the pool. And it could be a small one, even like, you know, 10 feet by five feet or something, you know, like a really small, like lap pool sort of thing. A plunge with pool, a little, as it were. Yeah. I don't know. I, I probably shouldn't. But I mean, I feel like that could look really cool with like some nice landscaping around it and the little the little um, con- cement blocks with grass in between them. You know what I'm talking so you, about? You're, like- you're going to make yourself a cement <laughs> pond. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's just, it's really cool. Uh, and then, you know, have a, have a nice patio with a grill and then never use any of it, but go out there and be like, look how nice it looks out there. So, you know, yeah, I mean, get a pool boy. Yeah, we can go <laughs> skinny. So like here in Florida, we're blessed with tons of lakes and in, in the ocean, all of which you can go skinny dipping in. So we have lakes, but I mean, I'm not going to skinny dip in a lake. I don't want some lake eel to bite off my <laughs> lake eel. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, whatever. A catfish. Catfish are on the bottom of the lake. What are you doing with your penis pushed into the bottom of the lake? That's really you what know. you should be asking yourself there. Is it seems like you have a much larger problem. Anyway. I cannot swim in things that I can't see to the bottom of. Like a pond. People used to go swimming in ponds back where I, when I grew up, when I was yes. growing up. Mm-hmm. And in the river. Ugh. And then come to find out this river had sinkholes in it. Old Do you know what a sinkhole is? River is old this river, river had sinkholes and somebody died because they got sucked into the sinkhole <gasps> and it killed them. That's 
in this river. I, no, I'm not going to be. I don't even like to. I mean, there are well, sharks don't, in don't the ocean. Don't go there. No, no I wherever that pool. is, don't go there. Don't go to the sinkhole river. <laughs> That's like that is. You're not going to have a good time if you go to the sinkhole river. Uh, <laughs> so, what's your verdict? Should I get one or not? I mean, you tell me what to do. I think I kind of, you know, tip my hand there a little bit. It's like. They are expensive. Even small ones are expensive to maintain. So it's not a matter of them being super expensive to build because really when you think about it, it's, you know, it's a hole in your yard (laughs) that you're putting water in. But uh, they're not cheap. I mean, I will say that. But they, yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's it's beyond that first cost of it. They are very. Right. uh, And it's one of those things that like if you like pools, you're much better off shopping for a house that already has a pool because they do not add to the value of the house, you know, to the appraised value of the house. And so, you know, you can buy a house that has a pool for the same price that you could buy a house without a pool. So if you like pools, then, you know, that's the way to go. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you live in Arkansas. I do. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what electricity runs in Arkansas. I don't know what there uh, there is. Uh, there are two, there's a pool like three doors down from us. Yeah. So at least I know we wouldn't, if we did it, we wouldn't be the only pool in the neighborhood. So like this, this article I read said, if you have a neighborhood that already has pools and there may be an expectation of people who might be buying your home, that you would also have a pool because they're shopping in a neighborhood that has pools. Right. So they said that's another, you know. All I'm trying to say is, all right, if I bought this house, which we did, if I were to spend $10,000 on upgrades to the master bath and the kitchen and you know like putting in a patio outside you know like a larger patio outside and something like that i would absolutely expect to get all of my money back out of that when i sold the house if i were to spend ten thousand dollars putting in a pool i don't think that i would expect to get ten thousand dollars more off of you would uh, not spend you would not get a pool for ten thousand (laughs) dollars and in the ground hot tub is between fifteen and twenty five thousand okay. just for the hot. I'm just tub. saying you would not a expect pool. to get fifteen to twenty five thousand dollars more on the price of the house for that. So, but am I doing am I doing it for resale value or just to enjoy my? You own were home? the one that brought it up. You know, it's like no, I know. you know, I know, Adam. I believe if you want a pool and it's something that you're going to use and you want, then yeah, do it. But you were the one that brought up the concerns about the resale value of the house. Um, so, all here's what I'm saying. This is what I'm going to say. If you had a $300,000 house yeah. and you put a pool in and you had a $300,000 house and you didn't put a pool in, when you go to sell that house at whatever time that may be, you're not. there's not going to be a huge price difference between those two houses. That's true. And But if you got your use out of that pool, if you feel that, you know, I paid... $40,000 for a pool. And I feel that over, you know, a 10 year period of living here that I got $40,000 worth of use out of it, then, you know, you're, you're fine, right? You're still better off than renting an apartment. So it's like, uh, so not to belabor this or make this even longer topic, but too late. it's, it's between that. Okay, so there's another home improvement that I kind of want to do. Yes. And, uh, why, why are you so being you, cagey you, about it? What, what do you want to do? You've seen the porn shower, right? Yes. I mean, I've seen pictures of the porn shower. I haven't seen Yeah, I mean, you've seen pictures. So it's a very, it's like a, what, like 15 feet by 10 feet. It's like really like a, it's a room. And then there's a glass door in the front and it's, the bathtub is inside that area Mm -hmm. and it's all tiled. What I think I want to do is I really like, like steam rooms and stuff like that at hotels. So I think what I want to do is 
I want to finish enclosing it. So the glass doors only, they they stop about three feet from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. So I think what I want to do is pay someone to fully enclose that. So add more glass or a wall, whatever. I mean, add more glass there to fully enclose it. Tile the ceiling. Yes. Because I feel like I feel like you have to do that if you want to do what I'm about to say. <laughs> well, I don't know what and you're about you to can, say. So Well, well okay. I'm going to say it right now. Oh, well, now I'm, right, can, I'm waiting. You can buy these things called steam showers. Yes. And uh, Cyclone said it. And you can have them put in. My shower already is basically a steam shower. It's just I need to finish enclosing it and add the tiles to the ceiling. Yeah, and you can, oh, you you can put in that shower jacuzzi thing. And then you can buy a kit that heats the water and produces the steam. And there you go. And they say all you need is an enclosed shower. That's all you need. Well, there you and, go. and water. Well, that sounds a lot cheaper. And then than I can have my own steam room. Will you have people over? I don't know how much. No, just me. Invite the, invite the high school football team over for the steam. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wow. Probably not. Okay, great. Um, you know, Adam, we don't have any contact. And I don't know what you're going to do about this contest. I have no idea. What so? What were my uh? What were my? It was Zach and RT Here, Cruiser. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. Look, it, it can't be Zach because he's you know my partner. So basically, you'd be sending food to me. Um, right. It can't really be RT Cruiser because he lives in Australia, and that's gonna cost you just a shit ton of money to send him some cookies, right? And then you've got all right. Here's what I'm involved. doing. No, wait, wait. wait. I, okay, okay. Here's what I'm saying. We're going to be posting a new uh, Star Trek Lower Decks video this coming week, probably Tuesday, on our YouTube channel. If you would like Adam to send you some, if you want to be entered into the contest for Adam to send you something, just leave a comment on that YouTube video. Just leave a comment on that YouTube video, and then we will That's use sneaky. that as our pool to draw from because we don't have our voicemail stuff set up now, and I know it's complicated, and it, it seemed like a really intricate kind of a contest thing there with leaving recipes or types of food and whatever just so what any, you're saying is rt was disqualified no, well <laughs> we're I changing mean, the rules i think <laughs> rt would like when i when rt won the trivia contest or the yeah the trivia game during the pride 48 weekend it was super easy for me to give him an amazon gift card right it was just an email like it didn't cost i didn't have to go through customs i didn't have to bundle something up or whatever but in your case you were actually going to send out food which isn't just expensive it's also they like there's some extra hoops you're going to have to jump through for customs to send food outside of the country. There's just some kinds of, you know, some certain foods are not. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what Adam was talking about on the Geeky Gay on Friday is happening right now. There are gnats on his microphone. It's that, brown. That it's is, this little brown and it was is, crawling on the microphone. Away. He was just swooping it away. Uh, I don't. I bought a thing. I don't see the new thing in the in the studio. Where's the bug zapper? In no, the it studio? hasn't come in. Yet. Oh, it hasn't, it hasn't come, come in. in. Oh, okay. I just bought it like yesterday. Did you put out a Saturday geeky gay show? No. Because <laughs> as I was mowing the yard today and listening to the Friday's geeky gay show, I was telling you know you was like, oh, I'm going to put out a Saturday. and then I sent you a voicemail for that show. I was trying to help. I'll put out one tomorrow. It'll be a was, Sunday show. I was trying to help. Uh. Now I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, so, you know, we have an executive producer on this show. His name is Cyclone. But did I finish the contest thing? So if you would like to to win some food that Adam is going to send you, leave a comment well, on our YouTube video. You don't have to watch the video, whatever. Just go leave a comment on the YouTube video and we will put you into the drawing uh, to win something that Adam is going to mail you. That's how easy it yeah, is. Um, and if you 
can't leave us a YouTube comment, if you're just, you know, then just send us an email, contact at mixedminuspodcast.com saying, I would like to enter the contest uh, or, you know, call us. Maybe, maybe by then voicemail.mixedminuspodcast.com will be up and running. Maybe. Uh, I, literally, hey, I got, what, what I got I will, it up and running for I, the other show in like five seconds. What I will do for uh, RT Cruiser is the, uh, the next in-person event that we have for Pride 48 I will bring a baked good and give to him. Okay. Because I know he'll be there. Whatever that next one is, I'm right. pretty sure he'll be there. In so. that case, he's paying the shipping and everything because he's shipping himself over right. here. Right. <laughs> he's shipping himself over here. I will bring just the to, food. Uh, just to get that. Do you, uh, So Cyclone, our executive producer, sends us out a, uh, a very detailed dossier every week for us to go through that just has different kind of ideas for show topics and, and news stories and everything. One thing that caught my eye on this last one here is this uh, shootings at Ruby Ridge. So during this week in history, back in 1992, uh, it was the second day of a standoff by Randy Weaver's remote northern Idaho cabin atop Ruby Ridge. Now, do you know anything about Ruby Ridge? I don't. I don't either. And it's like one of those things that I've heard mentioned like time and time again. It's like, oh, yeah, the Ruby Ridge, Ruby Ridge, Ruby Ridge. And um, I don't think I've ever known what it was. Apparently it was a shooting. Yeah, well, I think it was It was very similar to Waco and the fact that it was like the ATF had them cornered, but it was like some big compound or something. But I don't think he set the place on fire, the Waco one or whatever. But it was just, it's anyway. That was David Koresh or something, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah, the Waco yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know a lot about Ruby Ridge. I, I'll have to uh, dig into, to find, I mean, it's like, you know, this isn't a learning podcast where I'm not going to learn about Ruby Ridge. <laughs> not going to learn about it tonight. Uh, but the other thing that is included new this week, um, it, it, we have some some stories from the uh, the, the weekly world news. And uh, so 25 years ago, DNA scientists to dig up Elvis. So DNA scientists were going to dig up Elvis 25 years ago. These isn't the weekly world news, though, like, uh, isn't that like fake? Isn't that like the onion or something <laughs> yeah, like no, that? No, it's not the onion. It's like it's, they, it's just as fake as the onion, but they like to believe that they're true. Uh, so tissue samples will settle the mystery of the century. Is it really Presley's corpse in the coffin? Now, do you know what this is from, Adam? Do you know why? Well, some people think that Elvis didn't really die. Right, right. But do you know why they think he didn't die? why they don't believe that Elvis's corpse, which was on display at his funeral, why they don't believe that it was, you know, Elvis. No. All right. So I, there's I don't, this, I don't know there's that. There's this crazy lady. Her name is Teresa. No, her name is Jean Brewer. Um, and I was horrified that I might be related to her, but I'm not. She, I was going to say, is she related to no, you? She wrote a book called Is Elvis Alive back in 1977. And she's like the main Elvis conspiracy lady that they have on all the shows and everything. But this this is why they believe that Elvis, this is, you know, she has a much larger argument, but I've distilled down this part from this one YouTube clip. Here's why she believes that Elvis wasn't at his own funeral, why it wasn't his body. Expressly at all. People that went by the body in the coffin were heard to say that does not look like Elvis Presley. They were saying the nose is pugged. Elvis had a, a very classical nose. So, so they're basically saying like, oh, that's, it doesn't look like Elvis. His his nose is, you know, too fat to be Elvis, you know, completely. It, well, wasn't he fat when he died? It doesn't I matter. Mean, what, that, but one of the, play, the ways that they like prepared the body for, <laughs> for embalming and stuff involves like putting tubes through the nose. And it's just like. Okay, yeah, so, you know, he's 
he's dead. And depending on how he died, he might have, you know, fallen on his face and his nose might've gotten bent wrong or, or something like that. His rigor mortis set in. So it's like, there's, there's just all kinds of reasons why, you know, Elvis doesn't look picture postcard perfect laying in the coffin well, at his own funeral, but wait, there's maybe. more, there's more. Heaven. So, but, but I have a, my YouTuber of the month is this, uh, Roomy official guy yeah. and uh, he calls cocaine sniffy dust which I find <laughs> really dust, cute yeah. so maybe Elvis was just doing some sniffy dust he when was. he died yeah. and, it, and it you know messed up his nose but but here's her other piece, her other reasoning behind it they noticed beads of sweat on the body in the coffin and you know dead bodies don't sweat so <laughs> so wait no wait 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 uh-huh. so first she's saying the body wasn't elvis at all nope, now she's elvis. saying it was a living body yeah it was so a there was some living there was body, some living you know person that looked a lot like elvis was was there in the uh in the they coffin. hired an elvis impersonator right. who had a pug nose sweating to lay in the casket mm-hmm. and not and breathe. hot so he was sweating He's breathing it has you know again it's like, yeah, you're right. Dead bodies don't sweat, but condensation still happens. And most of those bodies in order to keep from smelling horribly are stored in coolers. It's just like, so when you take something out of the cooler and put it into the warm, humid air, are then you saying it's condensation? It is. It's, it's condensation. Uh, these are, these are normal things on that. We should get, if only we had a listener that was an expert in dead bodies, uh, that could uh, call us and let us know, uh, whether, I don't know, but Kathy Bacon put a picture of the most horrid looking wound on Twitter that I think I've ever seen in my life and goes and says something like, does this look all right to everyone? And I'm like, no, no, now, that does not. Did look you not it. hear the the, and, the uh, horrible Kathy Bacon murder story that was she told on Archer Radio? No, I, oh, I have not Oh, see, that. called out here. You didn't listen to the Archer Radio. Let me tell you, Adam, uh, are you just behind on it? Because when, yes. when you finally get caught up, you'll hear about Kathy Bacon's horrible uh, murder uh, story. And you'll learn about... Um, uh, Archer and his uh, husband are going to talk about Depends. Oh, the, the, uh, a uh, wine tour. No, the adult diaper Depends. So um, they are okay. big into that. Well, yeah, but anyway, uh, Digger, as as we lovingly refer to, as uh, Scott lovingly refers to him, mm-hmm. responded and said, oh, no, it looks great. And I was like, I don't know what wound you're looking at, but you're used to looking at dead bodies, okay? This is on a living person. So also, uh, 25 years ago, actually, I don't know if it was 25 years ago or not. Um, there was a, uh, so TV guide has some of their covers from, from the previous years here. Uh, I don't know if you've looked through them or not, but the 1970 August, uh, 22nd to the 28th TV guide has the headline of how the president is using television to go to the people. Uh, now it would be how the president is using Facebook to lie to the people. Right. It's just like whatever the media of the day, right? It's just like probably back during uh, Lincoln's time, they were just like how the president is going to the newspaper to to uh, tell the people. So do you know, I a podcast I was listening to today while I was mowing yes. earlier. It's an NPR podcast. Uh, I, it was, I think it's, uh, I can't think of the name of it. It doesn't matter. I have not, is that come but, on? Um, wait, so crap, I can't think of the name. Is that come on after? Wait, wait, don't tell me. Let me, you know what? I'm just going to pull up my podcast app Tonight here. on NPR, a Prairie Home Companion at seven. Crap, I can't think of it at eight. So I believe it was on a podcast called The Indicator. The 
indicator. And uh, it's a plan. So Planet Money is their big economics podcast. I listen to that, and then they have a spinoff from that that's shorter uh, we episodes five days a week called The Indicator that covers economic topics. I find I find economics to be interesting. So anyway, yes. um, they were talking about the fact that Facebook apparently mm-hmm. is already planning for how they're going to handle all of the false stuff that Donald Trump tweets when he or uh, puts on Facebook <laughs> when he loses the election and that he claims that it was all rigged and how, what they're going to do, what their strategy Too is going it. to be. There is no strategy because um, it's not just going to be Trump so, doing it. It's going to be every one of Trump's supporters doing it because he's already priming them for him. Right? He's he's already going out in the public and saying like, well, it, the only way that I could possibly lose is if it was all rigged. It's just like, so yeah, he's, he's, he's already priming people to go up. By the way, the chat room is asking who did Kathy Bacon murder? It's a really... Uh, riveting story she tells it in four parts but you should listen to it uh on archer radio it's a four-part story that she uh told about the it was i think it was called the great south dakota murders um yes i see there's a bug on your hand adam adam is holding his hand with a killed bug up to the camera for me so that i I killed it verify that yeah so yeah no uh absolutely the kathy bacon murders we got to come up with a better uh, name for that. That You know, that serial killer was just uh, convicted uh, and, and sentenced this last week. Which or one? Or sentenced this last week. Which one? The one, the old man who who was a serial killer from like way back in the 80s and they found him using DNA recently. I don't remember the name, but anyway. Huh. I don't know if Kathy Bacon has any relation to that, but, uh, but... Maybe she can call us in in four parts and let us know. Um, anyway... We don't have any contact. We don't. I, I've already said that. And uh, we have a quiz. We do have a quiz. Well, I was just finishing up with the uh, the stuff that Cyclone sent us here. Um, so that was the 1970 TV guide. In 1975, it has the the cast of ER on it. Did you ever watch the show ER? No, I'm sorry. The cast of the the show Emergency exclamation point. Did you ever watch Emergency exclamation point? No. I did watch ER. I was going to say, yes, I watched ER, but no, I I did not watch Emergency. Emergency. Now, you would like it. It was a procedural. It was a hospital procedural. So you had the paramedics. I love a procedural. You had paramedics from Squad 51, and then you had the doctors over at Rampart Hospital that would, uh, you know, so they would, you'd get the footage out in the field of the uh, paramedics, you know, bringing the people into the hospital and then the doctors, you know, trying to at the hospital and then it always ended up with like there was some clue at the uh at the scene that you know will help the doctors cure the person and it's like when the paramedics run back out to the scene oh yes it was uh you know penicillin or, I, I have no idea <laughs> i have no i would be I, a I horrible watched, television writer because i i watch several uh i would be a great one because i can always predict what they're gonna do next mm-hmm. like always like i was watching this goliath uh show earlier today and i was like i bet they're gonna bring a body uh he's opening a box and i'm like i bet there's a body part in it you know what there was a body part in it i was completely right anyway um or at least predictable writers i'm very good at, <laughs> at predictable writing i know <laughs> But, uh, you know, I watch quite a few medical procedurals, but I'm as I get older and more hypochondriatic, (laughs) I just made up that word, Uh uh, hypochondriatical. Um, I enjoy them less and less because they're, they're like, oh, you have this thing and it's cancer. And then I'm like, oh my God, I had that pain yesterday. Maybe I have cancer, you know? And so every time I'm watching these medical things, I think I have the thing that the people have. Really? 
Time. Grey's Anatomy, it's no problem because it's more about them like making out in closets. So you don't, you don't, then that's why about, you prefer the legal ones because it's like you, you're pretty sure yeah. you're not being audited by the IRS. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Until I they, I've been, until they hear this podcast and want to know where the hell you got the money for the pool. Then I, we're going to be, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Some I, uh, I am always on a hunt for a new, uh, legal type, uh, show to watch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you should should do a podcast about that on the hunt on the the hunt with Adam. Yeah. I need, I need another podcast. Um, so with Adam, I've been thinking, you know, maybe I should go back and watch LA law, but Daniel, did you know, not every season of LA law is actually available to stream or buy? No, I didn't know that. So there are like 20 seasons of LA law. And I looked all over the place, all over God's green earth. You can't buy, you can get season one and two. And then, like, you have to buy those on Amazon Prime. And then, like, it skips to, like, season eight or nine that you can stream. And so I'm like, well, I don't want to just, I need something I can watch all the seasons. I don't want to, what if there's a cliffhanger in season two? Yeah, no, I mean, there's there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of shows that are like that. It's like news radio. You can't actually buy anywhere. It's just like, there's a lot of weird things, weird rights holding things like i think it's like modern family that you can't watch old episodes of modern family because they don't exist anywhere like you can't like just buy them and, and is that that fire that happened in those remember that hollywood fire that happened and a bunch of like tapes got oh, destroyed or something for i old just feel you know, it's stuff. like I, to me it's just like okay well there, there's been shows that i just will not get into because i can't watch the old episodes i can't like get caught up to see what it's like to see right. where they were at so anyway that that's not important adam uh what is important is the number one movie of 1970 is no longer chisholm. it's been dethroned <laughs> chisholm no longer the uh top uh, top movie who, 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 it was such a good run i know they had a they had a very good run oh i'm going backwards here let's see so you know how this works, Adam. Uh, there are the top movies uh, listed for numerous different years, for this week, for numerous different years. Uh, the new ones this week are in a different color so you can see them. So your choices this week are in blue there. I'm going to play you a theme song from one of those movies. You're going to tell me which movie it is. Are you ready, Adam? In blue where? <laughs> On the grid. Are you ready, Adam? Tell me what movie is this a theme song to? I will tell you this. I like the music. Okay, but, but it is a Danny Elfman song. Danny Elfman. It is... Why? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to guess Dark Man. It is, Adam. It is Dark Man uh, from 1990. Uh, the box I don't think office I've seen that. I don't think I've seen but. it either. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was a really big budget film that, uh, that you know, didn't do very well. It's a, I, I like the music, though. A lot of, a lot of brass well, it's, in there. It's Danny Elfman, right? It's very, yeah. So. It's like who, who? What else did he do? I know the name, but I can't think of what else he's uh, done. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, any pretty much any Tim Burton film ever made. Um, okay. He's he's a very well paid uh, 
uh, composer. He's he's up there with what's his name, Star Wars guy. Star, oh, Edward Scissors. Yeah, well, that falls under the John Williams. Yeah, yes, that's what you're talking yeah, about. That's who I was talking about. Uh, oh, I see. Ne- Jer- is it Jerry Goldman that does all the or Goldsmith or something that does all the Star Trek ones? Or used to? He may be dead now, but I don't know. There, there's one particular composer who did a lot of the oh, Star look, Trek. Look, Nico theme has posted stuff. a picture of the two paramedics from Emergency! Exclamation oh. point. So you can you can watch uh, Emergency. Did you know that the guy, unrelated, but the, it reminds me of this. You know Starsky, Starsky and Hutch. I don't know them personally, but I did watch their or, TV show. Yes. Um, one of the guys on there is now like he's not an actor anymore. He's now like a real like a real police person. officer, a or real something. person. No, like a real police officer or something. Like, I think, I want to say it's Eric Estrada. was a uh, a building manager. But here's the thing, uh, Adam. Uh, Have you you seen Simon and Simon? Yeah, I love, I used to love that. I I watched that all the time. You like procedurals and uh, there were two hot guys in their uh, underwear in the opening scenes or whatever. So yeah, you should, you should watch that. That's true. I could go back and watch that. Um, It's. I have seen a lot of them, but it's been a very long time ago. So yeah, and with your memory, it's it'll be like watching them first time. Was that legal, or I mean, was that like law, like attorney? No, they or were was private. It more like they were cop. Yeah, they were private they were detectives. Private right? detectives. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Magnum PI. Isn't that isn't that Magnum PI? I think so. Yeah, yeah, sure. And there was a and there was a like a helicopter scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his buddy he was driving his like buddy a sports had car. The, yeah, he drove a Ferrari, and his buddy. Well, it wasn't his Ferrari. It was Robin Masters. I don't. There's a reboot of it that I've never watched, so I I can't speak to to any of that. But you know what, Adam? Let's move along here and uh, keep the show going. Oh shit! I never... <laughs> one moment, please. I never I never connected to Bluetooth. Okay, oh. let's do this. <laughs> News game, it's a news game, it's a news game. What questions will you ask? It is the news game. It's the segment of the show where Adam Burns will read me several selected questions from the New York Times news quiz, and I, using only my head, brain, and mouth words, will attempt to answer them. These are multiple choice uh, answers that I, I can choose from, but I will try to answer it without taking the uh, the multiple choices. But if I get stuck, I will ask for what the choices are. Uh, if you'd like to play along, you can head over to nytimes.com, search for news quiz, and just uh, wait and see which questions Adam has chosen this week. Adam, what is the first question this evening? All right, Daniel. Uh, the first question this evening is going to be this one. Which brand became the first U.S. company to reach a $2 trillion valuation? <laughs> It was Apple, Adam, and uh, I heard people talking about this on every tech show this week. It's just like uh, Apple is the first company to make a $2 trillion valuation. It is, Daniel. It is. Apple reached $2 trillion in value on Wednesday of this week, cementing its title as the world's most valuable public company. Get to the wait, milestone wait, occurred I, uh, just wait, two years. Wait, where's my ding? Yay! <laughs> Uh, well, you're going to edit in the theme song, but where was my theme song, Daniel? That's what I want to know. What are you talking about? It was there. We, everyone just heard the theme song. You're, 
See, now you're trying to make it seem like I'm doing shady stuff or whatever. It's like, that is the theme song. Moving on. A report released by the Senate Intelligence Committee detailed a connection between a Russian agent and which associate of President Trump? That would be the ostrich skin wearing, ostrich skin jacket wearing uh, douchebag Paul Manafort. Is it, is it Paul Manafort? It is, Daniel. You know, it, it was an Paul easy Manafort. one to pick because he's the only Trump associate not currently in jail. So it's just... <laughs> the, the relationship between Konstantin V. Kilimnik, mm-hmm. a Russian intelligence officer, and Mr. Manafort, the Trump campaign chairman, offered, quote, the single most direct tie between senior Trump campaign officials and the Russian intelligence services, the bipartisan report stated. Yes. All right, here we go. Number three, which city, once an epicenter of the pandemic, hosted a pool party (laughs) rave with hundreds of people? So this was actually done in a water park. And the reason I stumbled across this story was because I've been searching in the news to see when they're going to reopen Typhoon Lagoon here at Disney because, you know, we have passes to go to the water park. Uh, So and it was... uh, this because huge, you don't have a pool in your backyard, that's right. Daniel. This that's huge, why. Well, I, a water park is way better than a pool. Uh, so it's like, I don't know if you, did you ever watch the show called The Righteous Gemstones on HBO? No. It's very funny. It's only been on for one season. But one of the things they were doing is they were having a mass baptism in this big water park in China. And it's like, I guess they're a way bigger thing in China than they are here in the U.S. But I'm going to say, because uh, it says once epicenter, we're talking about Wuhan, China. Is it China, Adam? Hooray! Well, it was which city, but you said Wuhan. Yeah, so yeah, I saw the picture. I, it was like it was like t- thousands. It was like I've never seen a water park that crowded. It was just like crazy crowded. It was just like everyone, everyone in, in that water park has like two two meters of water. <laughs> it's just like yeah, it's it looks like the picture in in the quiz looks like they're all in the largest wave pool I've ever seen in my life. And they're standing just like right on top of each other. So like if one yeah. of them pees, they're all just it's gonna like bounce around there really fast. Yeah. But doesn't that doesn't horrible. that kind of annoy you that uh, you know, they've gotten their shit together and now they can actually go and have mass gatherings without like people worrying about getting sick and whatnot. It's just like uh and just you think about like what situation we're in right now because of our fucked up federal leadership. Yeah, or his followers, or both. Um, which historical figure was pardoned by President Trump on Tuesday? <laughs> uh, Paul Manafort. No, which, which I don't know. Which, like I don't know the answer to this, but I'm I'm gonna choose in my own brain the one that seems the most okay. possibly I, racist. I have no idea. So tell me, uh, tell me the okay, choices. Your, your choices are Susan B. Anthony, uh-huh. John Brown. Uh-huh. Frederick Douglass uh-huh. and Robert E. Lee. And what was the uh which historical figure was pardoned pardoned by President Trump on Tuesday? Uh I wasn't aware that Susan B. Anthony was uh ever imprisoned for anything. Oh, she <laughs> or, uh, uh she violated the uh the she was arrested for like protesting the women's right to vote oh. and things like that. Um I mean, she was Maybe tra- I'm thinking you of the one you don't who, have to do, go to, you don't who have did to, the... Yeah, you don't have to go to prison to be pardoned at. I mean, just, it pardons you of whatever crime you were charged with, so it's no longer on your record. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go with Robert E. Lee because it sounds like something that he would do. Uh, the correct answer is Susan B. Anthony. That's what on I the said. Isn't that, isn't that what I said? You said Robert E. Lee. No, I, 
I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if I after I edit this, I had said Susan <laughs> right <B>. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> On the 100th anniversary of the 19th Amendment, Mr. Trump announced the pardon of Susan B. Anthony, the women's suffragist. Who, weren't they once called a suffragette? Who was arrested after voting illegally in 1872 and fined $100. Wow. Well, I'm sure that her uh, ans- her children's children's children uh, deeply appreciate them getting their, I don't even think they get their $100 back. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know what it gives them. All right, Daniel, this is the last question for tonight. The last question. If verified by climate scientists, the hottest temperature on Earth was recorded on Sunday. Where? I want to point out that it would be Sunday, August 18th or something. Not, not because this show is going to. It was the 16th because my birthday was on Monday, which was the 17th. Uh, I believe it was Death Valley. Was it Death Valley? I don't know, but let me tell you. Hooray. Yes, Daniel, that is correct. The temperature at Death Valley's Furnace Creek Mm -hmm. in Southern California, Mm -hmm. oh my God, reached 130 degrees Fahrenheit last Sunday afternoon, according to the NOAA Mm -hmm. Weather Prediction Mm -hmm. Center. While temperature, while higher temperatures have been reported, many climate scientists have questioned the reliability of those readings. If the Death Valley temperature is validated by climate scientists, climate scientists, by climate scientists, (laughs) it would be the hottest reliably measured temperature on Earth in recorded history. Wow! Now, I yeah, it makes me when I saw that it was after i had made fun of scott on that darnelvis about the heat advisory that they had been under in california because he was trying to point prove to me that he was under a heat advisory and he asked his alexa on the show and um the audio from it was just completely unusable because his alexa is way across the room and so i replaced it with my own alexa being sassy but um yeah it was like his alexa said it was 93 degrees which is why i was making fun of it but uh that, well, yeah. he says that's hot, but it, it regularly bad, it yeah. regularly gets above ninety three in Arkansas. Oh, I know that's what um, I'm saying. When I live, when I moved to uh, when I moved to Dallas, which is not Arkansas, I understand that. But the day that I moved to Dallas years and years ago, it was one hundred and fourteen degrees. It's crazy. So but it was it, a dry it heat. Does well, no, I mean Dallas is humid. But anyway, it's it's just yeah. But 130, I I would feel like you would die yeah, if you stepped would, out in that. That would, that would be death valley. I feel like that would just I, cook probably, your skin. You know what? It's like that's probably why it's called Death Valley, Adam. Maybe because <laughs> people die. All right, Daniel. There is the news game, and you got. Let me just give you the count. Yeah. Yeah. Of how many you got? Yeah. Um, I have to count these up. I'm okay. looking mm-hmm. right now. Doing your ciphering now. I can tell uh, you're you're uh, ciphering really hard there. You got four out of five questions correct. Five Daniel. out of five. That is amazing. Four out of five uh, correct. You're, you're still trying to pin me on that. Uh, when I said clearly said Susan B. Anthony. You said Robert E. Lee. Anyone that listens to the recording can tell that I said Susan B. Anthony. Robert no E. Lee. That. All right. Thank you very much, Adam, uh, for administering the quiz. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. All right. In fact, you can call me any night of the week and be like, Adam, give me a news quiz. Really? I'll do it. All right. Yeah. I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going to I'm gonna start calling you. Okay. Just randomly in the middle of the week. Now, Adam, 
uh, I know that one of the things, I won't call you on Monday nights because I know on Monday nights you record that uh, that other little uh, podcast that you like to do. But first. I don't know why you guys do that. Um, cause she doesn't say You don't that. know why we do the podcast? No, I mean, I don't know why does. you guys say it like she that. Always she always says doesn't, that. No, no, no. I know she says it, but she doesn't she, say it like that. She says it like that, and they even have a hashtag that comes up on the screen. But first. We're going to go over, I mean, in her own, you know, Julie Chen way, she says it. But anyway, go on with your point. So at the end of the show. That I haven't watched yet. No, no, the one you did watch last week. At the end of the show, and she was just like, remember the goal. I'm, you know, from the outside of the Big Brother house, remember the golden rule. I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Remember the golden rule, blah, 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 blah. Be nice to each other. (laughs) Bye-bye. And it was like one of those things. And then she said later in an interview that it had to do with Black Lives Matter. And it was really kind of weird and, and you know, whatever. But this last time she also uh, signed off in a really weird way. I'm trying to pull it up here. Um, I literally had this up on the screen earlier. It was, it was but this week she said something else. It was it's like she said... Um, like in this in this time when of uh, uh, you know did she say while not wearing a mask <laughs> but I require the house guests to wear a mask okay well I feel like the reason that they're requiring them to wear a mask is because they're gonna have that stupid battle back competition so they need to keep them you know it's like if Julie Chen gets sick there's yes, no but problem the, but it's like yeah if but the mask is not to protect you the it, mask is both. to protect um, others it actually there's there's studies that show that it does even flimsy masks protect you uh when not but anyway at the end of the show she's like in this time when you can choose between being nice and being right always choose right or, or no always choose nice or something like that and it's like what is she trying to do with this sign-off? It's so weird. I'm like, I half expect her next week to go like, from outside of the Big Brother house, I'm Julie Chu's, Ju- Julie Chen Moonves. <laughs> Julie Chu's? That's hard to say. I'm Julie Chen Moonves. Remember, there once was a scorpion that needed to cross the stream, and a frog came up and uh, offered to take him across. And it's like, she's just going to get into like Aesop's fables or something. She's like just making it longer and more convoluted each week. Maybe, but I mean, at least she's trying to say nice things. I mean, give her a break. She's just trying to put some nicety into the end of the show. Have you, you know, you have no idea how much I hate that show. That show I do know. is a fucking train wreck. That announcer has got the single most annoying voice in the history. Of, uh, I, I have to like fast forward through the previously re- on Big Brother. No, that's not even as annoying as him. He's just like you need to like gargle with acid or something before you say that, and it's just like and then scream. It's just like, oh, it's so no, That is the same announcer, right? I mean, it's. Yeah, the- but it's just like, it's so annoying and it's so stupid and it's so over the top. And it's but like. But tell us how you really oh feel. Oh my God, I hate that show. But if it is Jeff so Probst contrived. took over the hosting from Julie Chen, you would love it. Actually, I have no problem with Julie Chen hosting. I have a problem with the format and the the, the premise of the show. It's just so wish- hokey and it's so. Because I, I mean, the UK version of this show, you hear Big Brother talking to him all the time. It's like. They don't try to hide that from you. Here, they make right. the contestants read everything, and they're just the the worst, most annoying people screaming at them. It's like, oh, you're not going to send the meow meow home because I'm going to tell you I'm the meow meow. And it's just like, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. Oh, you people are so annoying. Also, also, 
Memphis? Oh, he's just like a oh, bully man. Like uh, the he is. Oh, he is. But see, they're getting the emotional response from you that they want. Just such a. I mean, they're they're framing him as a villain or as you know as an a asshole. Horrible show. Such a stupid horrible so, show. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I enjoy it. I I enjoy it. Well, I'm glad that you enjoy it. I don't. Uh, I still watch it because there's nothing else on, and uh, you know, I I like to I like to be annoyed at it. I mean, I have CBS All Access. I could watch those stupid, uh, you know, feeds. I refuse to do that. I'm not going to watch the feeds. I don't watch the feeds. I don't. I don't want to. The feeds are really boring. I really need the packaged shows that have cut down all of the stuff that happens on the feeds and like put them into <laughs> yeah, a carefully nice little curated content package. like we yes, have here, I, like we have here on Mix Minus, which every single yeah. week we uh, spend all this time just curating, curating copy you know uh, editing it down chopping it down to just the bare essential entertaining pieces uh not just writing it rewriting it rehearsing re-recording uh just the the amount of things that we go through all right if you uh want producers if you want to win some food go leave a comment on our youtube video this coming tuesday or send us an email contact at mixed minus podcast uh Hopefully later this week we'll have it set up where you can go to voicemail.mixminuspodcast.com and you can leave us a voicemail there. Adam, see you next week. Yeah, you got four out of five correct. Uh, by the way, just wanted to let you know it was not Susan B. Anthony. Really? Who was it? Robert Ely. Okay. Well, that's exactly what I said. So no, I, don't know I, I don't believe so. That is absolutely what I said. You know what? This is just going to be a conversation for the ages. Adam, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.